the blind. Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to have a look at some of the news from around the league on Clarkie's Rugby League column. Uh, all the news and all the journals and everything listed here. So we'll go through some of those stories and have a look at my live reaction to those. There has been a bit going on. It's been about 24 hours since we've had a podcast. Obviously took the public holiday off as well. We haven't done it in the past, but uh, needed a day or so just away from it. Had a bit on there. So thank you for your patience there. We have our randomised team coming a little bit later today as well. That'll be out this morning. And then, of course, we will be getting stuck into our coaches' clipboards. We have got the North Queensland Cowboys and the Parramatta Eels going head-to-head later tonight. So all of that will be available on the Rugby League Guru podcast, along with the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Penrith Panthers coaches' clipboard either Saturday morning, hopefully Friday afternoon, though. We'll see how we're trucking along there. Uh, Let's go through some of these news stories. The first one, Suali'i. Paul Kent believes the only reason why Suali'i chose to play for Samoa was to play fullback and shop himself in that position to NRL clubs looking to sign him. I don't know if that's true or not, and I don't think Paul Kent does either, to be perfectly honest with you. Maybe it is a factor that goes into it, but, I mean... Let's be honest here. If he would have played for the Kangaroos, he would have got, what, 30000 a game or something it is. Probably played five or six games. I mean, there's a heap of money on offer for him to play for the Kangaroos as well. It's not like he was getting squat for that. I would suggest uh, that this probably means a little bit more to him than money. That would be my suggestion. Maybe Paul Kent's on the money. And if so, good on Suali. If he can take this opportunity and do so, uh, good on him. But personally, I think uh, it was more about family and links to his culture personally. Um, that's the impression that I've got from around the league and just Suali is a person as well. So uh, Paul Kent, more than open to his opinion, of course, but I think this one's a bit of a knee-jerk reaction, sort of trying to grab a bit of attention. Our next one is Brian To'o. The Panthers' wing has revealed he is denying contract talks until after the season and his weddings. Other clubs will be able to offer him a deal from 2024 onwards in this time frame. So from 2024 onwards, he will be uh, available to sign with other clubs, but he can negotiate from November 1st. So come November 1st, obviously Cameron Munster, he's going to be able to negotiate with other clubs, as is Brian To'o. So it's going to be very, very interesting how that plays out there. Uh, personally, I'm not worried about him leaving the Penrith Panthers. I think he will stay there. Stephen Crichton the one I'm probably a little bit worried about, but I think Brian Tyre, he will remain with the Penrith Panthers. But come November 1st, it will be an interesting time. I'm not sure when his wedding is. Uh, I would have to assume it's after the World Cup. Uh, so that would put him sort of mid-November sort of time frame, I believe. So November 1st, he will probably be overseas, as will a lot of guys that are coming off contract playing in the World Cup. So it will be interesting to see how all of that does play out, especially with guys spending time with other fellas from different teams in rep camps and whatnot. It'll be very, very interesting. Matty Burton, the Bulldogs are reportedly set to offer Matt Burton a four-year deal worth more than $3 million. Uh, yeah, an interesting one here. Look, $3 million sounds like a lot of money when you take it over four years, you divide it by four, I think you end up at about 
770K per season, which personally, I think that's pretty good for Matt Burton. I think that he's had one season at the Canterbury Bulldogs. He was very impressive. They only worked out who his halfback was going to be during the year. He gets Reid Marnie next season. He gets Viliami Kikau on his edge as well. Look, I think that if the Canterbury Bulldogs don't pay him this much, I think someone else will in this competition. And I just think he embodies a lot of what the Canterbury Bulldogs are. So I wouldn't be paying him a million. Uh, but, you know, if they're paying him 750 to 850 I can kind of cop that for a guy like Matt Burton. I think he's got, you know, the best boot in rugby league as far as, you know, your bombs and your long distance sort of kicks. It might not be as uh, precise as a Nathan Cleary, but he's got a very unique weapon there that no other team really has. He's got a great running game, a great combination with Josh Adokar. He's a guy that people want to play with. He's a premiership winner. He can, you know, he's a great center, great, great running game. I just, I, I'm not really sure what more you could sort of want out of a guy that you're going to pay 800K. I think he's sensational, Matty Burton. He's taken on a lot of responsibility at the club very early in his career, and he will only get better, especially with the guys they're putting around him. So if they're paying him eight to eight fifty, uh, which would you know put them over that that three million dollar mark, as scary as three million is, over four years it really isn't all that much money to be honest with you uh, for a guy of his sort of ability. So I think if Canterbury are able to lock him up for three million over four years, I think they've done pretty damn well there. To be perfectly honest with you, and I'd be happy with that if I was a Canterbury Bulldogs fan. Our next one, we just spoke about Matty Burton, his uh, his little mate out on the sting, Josh Adokar. The Fox has revealed that he plans to use the PM's 13 game to secure his place in the Kangaroos side. It has always been a goal of mine to play in a World Cup and win a World Cup with Australia. It is the only thing I haven't achieved yet, he added. The Prime Minister's 13, they will take on PNG at Suncorp Stadium. I think it's September 25. Don't quote me. Do your own research there. But yeah, Fox has been selected in that. It will be a good opportunity for him to show what he can do. I'm not sure what Daniel Tupu is doing for the World Cup whether he's playing for Tonga or the Kangaroos. I haven't actually researched it myself. Maybe you guys will know. But I think Sua Lee, I had him locked in for a kangaroo spot. He's going to be playing for Samoa. I personally think that Josh Adokar will be there. Brian Toto's not going to be there as well. So as much as, yeah, to be good if he impresses in this Prime Minister's 13, I personally think Josh Adokar will be in the squad anyway. He'll be taken as an outside back. I would definitely take him. Um, I know it's one really good point that Kempi kept bringing up during the origin period, that he's the sort of guy you pick because he's a great character to have in camp. When you're going overseas for a World Cup for five and six weeks, guys are away from families and whatnot, having a character like Josh Adokar would be fantastic. Not to mention, I think he's one of the best wingers in rugby league. He's sensational in attack and defense. Played in big games. Uh, I would be picking him in my Kangaroos squad now for sure. Tyson Rizal, the Knights back row, is reportedly considering switching his allegiance from Australia to Tonga for the World Cup. Uh, all rumor, obviously, no, no, nothing to confirm these thoughts or whatever. But I think Tyson would be fantastic. If Tonga could pick him, I think they definitely would. I'm not sure if he makes the Kangaroos best 17. He might make the squad without writing them all down. But there are a number of really good back rowers this year. Uh, you know, your Hudson Youngs, your Sean Lanes, they've thrown their hats in the ring this year. Nanai will be there. So I'm not sure if the Kangaroos will have a spot for Tyson Frizzell anyway, uh, depending on how many guys go and play for your Samoa, your Tongas, these sort of sides. There might be more opportunity there. But personally, I am all for all the Kangaroos guys going to represent these other nations to make it a better World Cup. And I would love to see Tyson Frizzell line up for Tonga. So hopefully he does make that decision. The RLPA champion. We did our live reaction to the dream team that dropped the other day. Ben Hunt, Nico Hines, Joey Manu, Cameron Munster and James Tedesco have been announced as the RLPA Players Champion finalists. The award will be announced on Grand Final Day. For me... 
I probably don't think Joey Manu can get it. I don't think it'll go his way. Cameron Munster, I think he's got the potential to win it, same as James Tedesco, but I sort of think it'll be one of Ben Hunt or Nico Hines. And if I had to make my pick, I would go with the guy that I think is going to win the Dalian medal this year, probably Nico Hines. But this is where you obviously take into consideration when players are voting it. They think about the times that they played them. Cameron Munster and Teddy, they've done some unbelievable fucking things this year and been so consistent for so long. I think when you play the Dragons, you probably realise and you probably notice how much of a one-man band they are. So, Benny Hunt, he'll get a lot of votes. But I also think Nico Hines has sort of been that guy for the Cronulla Sharks. So, I would go Hines personally. He'd probably be my tip to take home the gong on Grand Final Day. Just a reminder too, guys, on Grand Final Day from 4.30 onwards, myself, Kempi, Timmy Williams, and Tom and Eddie from Hello Sport, we will be doing a live show out there on Grand Final Day on the grass, grass out the front of the stadium. If you were there for Origin 1, we did a live show there. It was unreal. So, a bit of a celebration of everything that is Bloke at a Bar, Guru, Playbook, Hello Sport, to thank all you guys for your support during the seasons of you are there. Come to the Locker Room Hotel. The grass out the back will be doing a live show. Uh, come and have a beer. Come and say hello. Come and have a bloke, I should say. Come and say hello. And uh, we can enjoy Grand Final Day for a couple of hours there. All right, our next one. Alex Johnson, the Rabbitohs wing, is reportedly battling a stomach muscle injury as well as a hip flexor. He is being rated as a 50-50 chance to play. If ruled out, Richie Kennard is set to to replace him. An interesting one, I'm hearing that AJ will play. Uh, whether he does or not remains to be seen, but I'm hearing he probably will. And as I said the other day, if you had to replace him, I probably wouldn't go for Kenner. I think I would probably bring Jed Cartwright into the sh- into the centres and shift probably Isaiah Tass out to the wing. Maybe that's more changes than the South Sydney Rabbitohs are willing to make. Maybe it is just easier to bring Richie Kenner in, but without playing a heap of first grade, I'm just not sure about it. And I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Richie Kenner has played the vast majority of this year on the right wing. So so shifting to the left side, um, I think it would be a pretty big ask for him in a big game like this. I'd probably go with Jed Carr. I think he's a little bit more solid in defense. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what South Sydney do. But I personally don't think they will have to make this decision. I think you will see AJ play. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We've also had the news that Tommy Opachik, he has been ruled out of the game later tonight for the Parramatta Eels. They've brought in Bailey Simonson. I personally don't think he will play there. I think they'll play Marata near Corey in the centres and shift guys around accordingly. I think they're throwing out a bit of bait there to see uh, how the North Queensland Cowboys respond to it. So I'm expecting Marata near Corey to come into the centres, and I think realistically the Cowboys will be as well. But it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Now, two pretty wild ones here. Jared Rhea Hargrave. <laughs> it has been revealed the Kiwis' warm-up game against Leeds will count towards JWH's three-game suspension. Uh, I hate when this sort of shit happens. I think it's bullshit for you to miss a warm-up game against Leeds, a club team in England. just seems fucking bizarre. JWH almost definitely wouldn't have played in that game. I don't think it should count. World Cup matches, sure. Your actual pool games, I understand. But for him to 
get away with a warm-up game. That's just ridiculous. I think this is, once again, PVL trying to make sure that all the players are playing in the big games, which is World Cups and whatnot. Uh, but personally, I think if you get suspended, you should be forced to serve your suspension. Taylor May should have. Brio Hargrave should and this one is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Lindsay Collins. The Prime Minister's 13 game has counted towards Lindsay Collins' suspension. He can return for the Kangaroos sooner than expected if he's selected. Another bullshit one. I mean, is every single Australian... Is every single player that is eligible to represent Australia... Did, could they just say that they were picked in the Prime Minister's 13 and then use that as a suspension so that they have one less game to serve? It's just ridiculous. Um, I don't think it should count. The Prime Minister's 13, a good team to make and whatnot, but it really is a bit of a glorified trial. Uh, I think it's ridiculous that that should count towards a suspension. Personally, I don't know if Lindsay Collins would have been in that team. There's a chance he might have, uh, but I don't think it should count as a kangaroo suspension. And I also think that if you want Lindsay Collins to play in that game, I think he should be allowed to play, but it shouldn't count as part of his suspension. That's how I I would do it. Same as JWH if he wants to feature in that trial game against fucking Leeds for the New Zealand Kiwis when they've got about 14 front rowers in their squad. So be it. But you still have to serve your suspension for pool games. I think it's a bit ridiculous. I think it's got PVL's fingerprints all over it, similar to the Tail and May situation. That's all the news updates, guys. Plenty to come today on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.